Hey folks, I uh, just want to let you know that this episode was recorded last week, uh, last Friday specifically, um, and so there's going to be some news being discussed that may seem outdated uh, by the time that you are listening to this. Uh, it's still interesting, it's still interesting to hear our uh, opinions about some of the things that are going on, none of it has necessarily been ruled out, it just might be a little bit of old news compared to some of the stuff that has happened this week. So, I uh, just want to let you guys know that uh, it's been a fun episode uh, where we uh, did a whole mock draft uh, for our uh, VBBFL uh, as we did last year as well. So, I hope you listen to our uh, wild teams come together. Uh, so, yeah, hope you enjoy. <laughs> to the Virtual Bull Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Matt. So when it comes to football, one of my main enjoyments of it is, of course, fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris is not as big in, into fantasy as I am, but I, uh, I, I, I do like to partake in it. Um, and one way to do that and one way to practice is to do this thing called best ball, where you just draft a bunch of players, and then the system automatically starts each week. Uh, and there's there, there's a little bit of money on the line. It's nothing too much. It's like three or five dollars per uh per thing that you start. This is like the only gambling related thing that I do. Sure. sure. Uh, so I'm gonna do one. Uh, well, I was going to say that I was gonna do one throughout the uh throughout the podcast today. Um, just to see like what would happen. Um, but. Seems like no one, not many people are using the the app that I use right now. So I'm I'm queued in one. It's about half full. Okay. Uh, still waiting on six people to start. So when it does start, uh, and when I get to my first round pick, I will I will stop the podcast, stop whatever we're talking about, and we'll talk about who I'm going to take for my for my first pick. Oh God, okay. <laughs> it kind of works with this episode because it's going to be a lot of just like nonsense talking, and uh, yeah, we're 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 also doing a draft this episode, so yeah. it kind of it's all kind of kind of work together. It's gonna get, maybe, maybe, it might get a little confusing, but I we'll stay the course. You guys, you just guys. Stay on just, your toes. You know? Just be, uh, you the listener and you, Chris, be prepared for me to just suddenly interrupt. Like, like <laughs> I won't let you finish your your. Uh, I won't let you finish your thought because I'm a I'm on a timer. Yes. Type of urgent. We're gonna stop this. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I will. We we. All right. So we will just. Yeah. Everyone just like kind of like just stay just stay vigilant. All right. As you, yep. as you listen to today's episode, which. Welcome, everyone, uh, to another episode of Virtual Ball Boys. Uh, first time in a while since it, that it's just me and Matt here. It's good. It's good to be alone again. You know. It yeah. Just, it feels. It feels good to just have this little. This little tiny space here of. We lo- of uh, we love our friends, of course. But... We we love our friends, but sometimes we don't think that they know what we're talking about. So. <laughs> that that too, and well, it, it's all. It's also just like it, I feel. I feel bad because if there is something that like NFL wise that we want to talk about, I I feel they're gonna be like, I we have nothing to say to this. <laughs> there's there's, right. there's yeah. nothing that we can contribute. <laughs> so I feel bad subject, subjecting them to that. I do appreciate the Walsh and Gabe for uh, being part of the last few weeks of uh, episodes. Um, but today, 
football's back, baby. We got training camp going on right now. Uh, and lots and lots of news to talk about. And when I say lots of news, I mean like four stories that are kind of like the big, <laughs> kind of big stories. One that two, yep. two of which are related to each other. So, I mean, it's it, whatever. Um, uh, so we're going to go through that. There's also some chaos going on in college football that I do want to talk about and I'm <laughs> very much enjoying. Um, oh, I don't know about enjoying, but it's, it's just chaotic. And, you know, chaos is good. Um, it's wild. And then, um, we are also going to be doing a mock draft uh, to kind of prepare for the VBBFL uh, to give you guys a little bit of a taste of like the little bit of a the difference with this year in terms of the inclusion of animation characters from different movies and TV shows. Um, uh, and we'll talk more about that when we get to the draft itself. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the slate. Let's get into the news. Uh, first things first, uh, Matt, it was, it was a good run. It was a lot of it fun. It was, it was. While it, while it lasted, but Aaron Rodgers has returned to the Packers. They have agreed on principle, on basically terms that include a reworked contract that will basically set him up to be able to, uh, be traded next year. Um, and that if he were to become a free agent, that they could not, uh, use the franchise tag on him and they would have to agree on a contract instead. Um, and so, uh, and he had plenty of s- to say during the press conference with, you know, the basic gist of saying, you know, not happy with the personnel decisions. Uh, you know, I wish that there's, you know, certain wide receivers that were, were cut, uh, that I just had more say on. Uh, he was saying how he, uh, I mean, he definitely kept on trying to emphasize that the Jordan Love pick was not the sole reason for this but i kind of think it is um what else would it be yeah well i mean he so he the big thing with that he kept on trying to push was um uh i'm gonna forget the guy's name he's with buffalo now but like jake lamarnoff or whatever the fuck i I have no idea i completely butchered that last name uh but he he there's one wide receiver that got cut in september last year and he was pissed off about it uh and because he did he felt like that that wide receiver uh, was a great ad during the, uh, or was just, was great during that training camp. And then Packers decided to cut him for, for it, it, according to Aaron Rodgers, no reason, no good reason. So um, yeah. Uh, and it still seems like he has some bitterness towards the organization, but he loves the town and he loves the fans. And it seems like he's just willing to make some concessions that, this will be his last year with the Green Bay Packers, and we'll see him on a new team next year. So it's going to be like Tom Brady watch next year, only with yeah. Mister Rogers. What uh, what is your thoughts on it all? A lot going on. Uh, well, uh heartache, uh, <laughs> egg on my face, foot in my mouth at the same time. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, honestly, this is like this was the most expected scenario. I I had a feeling for about. I would say 90% of this offseason that Aaron Rodgers was going to be back to the Packers. It was the last 10% before he got signed where I was like, oh, my God, he's not he's not going to play for the Packers. And then it yeah. was just slip me the other way. I just like to be as upfront as possible about my displeasure and uh, un, 
I don't know why I, I don't know what I was gonna say following un, but just I don't I don't like <laughs> uh, I don't like the, pa- I don't like the Packers. <laughs> unliking, unenjoyment <laughs> of, of the Packers. Yeah. Yeah, I and I I I, I mean I, and as a since you were a Bears fan, I totally I totally get that. <laughs> um I I I was I was kinda bummed out by this. I I cause like I don't know. Not that I was expecting it to be like this a crazy showdown, but I was expecting it to go a little bit longer to having like a little bit of drama. You know, I was like, expecting it to maybe like week one. Oh, is Aaron Rodgers going to show up in week one? Oh, we don't know. And then like have it be that we get to see Jordan. Like, I feel like it would have been a much more not to say that, you know, it, it wouldn't be a fun game with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is always fun to watch, but I the idea of watching Jordan Love take the first snaps week one and play against the Saints and see how well he does, I feel like that would have been a very interesting storyline and it would have been mm-hmm. just this tension over the organization. But of course, everyone has to fucking play nice and that's fine. Uh, that's just a, a, a personal thing for me. But I, I, um, I'm happy to see him back there. But I, I'm, I'm like kind of like ah man i feel like we're, we're, we're missing out on like something on like a real good juicy training camp story because right now there's not much happening outside no. i mean they, they you got you got the uh we'll, we'll talk in a second about a few of the uh you know a few of the trade uh people that want to be traded um speaking of trades uh wait hold on Oh, okay, here we go. Can I can I make a can I make a very quick prediction that the Packers are going to lose in the NFC Championship again this year? Go for it. I mean, hit, I like mean, I, like exact the same thing that's happened the past two years is going to happen again this year. Now, okay, so here's the thing. Now, so the first time yeah. it was a blowout. Second time it was after terrible decision making at the goal line. Well, how, if this is going to happen a third time, how does it end? I, I'm just I Ooh. want I would take take. I'm not gonna hold you to it, but what would yeah. what would be the net like? What would be the next step for you if they're going to lose again? How are how are they going to lose? So between a blowout and then uh, the the worst decision ever made, it's gotta be a ref, think... right? Yeah, let's go ref. Yeah, it's got something something ref related. Mistake. Yep. Yeah, yep. That, that, that's they, that, monkey monkey sense. paw. Uh, the the monkey paws finger curled when Des Bryant caught the ball. <laughs> now it's finally going to come back to them. However many years later, right, right, exactly. There you go. That 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 <laughs> that, that works out perfectly. Uh, speaking of trades and related to this situation, one of the things that I guess the organization Aaron Rodgers agreed to was the return of Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, who was honestly probably going to get cut by the Texans, uh, this uh off uh, during the training camp. Um, they ended up shipping Randall Cobb uh, to the Packers for a sixth-round draft pick. And so Cobb reunites with the Packers, reunites with Aaron Rodgers. Um, This is an interesting move to me. I just, I feel like, you know, Randall Cobb has kind of fallen under the radar a bit. He was kind of, he was much more of a bigger deal and much more fun to watch when he was in Green Bay. He had his short stint in Dallas. I think he sh- he was in Houston, and like I don't even remember him being in Houston at the same time. <laughs> so like, um, I am curious how this is gonna work out if it's gonna do anything. Um, but I I I expect him to still I I expect him to be like a third or fourth wide receiver maybe on this team. Yeah, and it's it, it's wild that it's still wild that Green Bay doesn't have any wide any uh doesn't have a second wide receiver. 
Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, I guess they could they could roll with him still. I mean, they they yeah. they seem to have like a few like no, they have they have a lot of wide receiver threes. They they don't have any second wide receivers. Right. I mean, it could be that Cobb <laughs> does that if he goes back to like what he used to be as a wide receiver. Yeah. I don't know if he can be that now, but um, you have like Amari Rogers there who just was drafted and that could like he could develop into a wide receiver too. But I don't know. It will Randall Cobb's presence hurt that? Who knows? Um. You know, and then you you have um, MJV, and you have you know Lazard. I'm pretty sure is still there. Um, is he still there? Actually, I don't know if I don't know if Lazard Lazard is still there. Okay, yeah. I, for some reason, I remember. I I feel like I have a memory of, of someone switching teams for that. Where it was a wide receiver there. Um, uh, Geronimo Allison uh, moved to the Lions. That's it. Last that's year, it's probably yeah. everything up. Um. So. That's like so. Yeah, I I I I agree with you that it is like a wide receiver, um, situ like a, like they they all kind of are wide receiver threes. But I I, I don't know. Like I, they the thing is that we could we we there there is some sort of me and Copa that we have to end up having at some point. Like yeah, they've been shitty about like not getting getting him wide receiver help, but at the same time like. They're succeeding still. <laughs> They're still winning. Right. Games. Yeah. They, they but don't... it's it's it, it's the concept of you are so close and you just need the one thing to put you over and you refuse to do that. That's that's the no. The yeah. Dumb part. One hundred percent. And I I feel I I do think that like even if it is like the that the wide receiver two isn't like locked in like there is enough there and I think enough talent with all the wide receiver threes I guess if you want to refer to it that like that it, it, it i think that they're basically in the same position that they were last year um yep. but right chris the draft is starting oh okay here we go and, <laughs> Do you and i'm the, the i am i have the first pick and we're not going to talk about this one much because it's christian mccaffrey but okay. uh uh the one i do want to talk about is the the end of the second round start of the third round so when that comes up we got we, we'll go deep well, dive I'll, I'll, inter- I'll interrupt you again okay sounds good <laughs> this is a this is a draft heavy day my friends yeah we, 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 i we, love we, drafting we, i'm in a pokemon draft league that's how much i love drafting drafting drafting's fun man it's good it's good times <laughs> um speaking of speaking of another trade um wanted to bring this to light i i don't have the trade terms in front of me, but the essential thing is, wide receiver Anthony Miller of the Bears is no longer on the team. He has been shifted to Houston. Yeah, um, and so uh, that is the end of a tenure that was uh, very disappointing overall. What, mm-hmm. what, what was your thoughts on that trade? It, it was it, it was what was for the best. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Miller just never came to the player that we need that we needed him to be, and Darnell Mooney is so. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, it, I it, it's better, and, and you guys, it, I, it's better, and it'll be good for Miller to try to get a start somewhere else. Maybe not the Texans being a good place to better start yourself, but yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he has a shot. Uh, true. Wide receiver one. Add some, <laughs> add some opportunity. Yeah. Who? Well, I mean, because I, I, Brandon forget. Cooks is there. Yeah, I get. Yeah, Cooks. I guess would be the number one wide receiver there. Yeah, Jesus, yep. Texans are so weird because I, I forget Will Fuller's now with the Dolphins. Like, yep. Oh, man, wild. Um, speaking of the Texans, uh, Deshaun Watson is back. He's somehow on. He's somehow back. I mean, this is this is just a bizarre fucking story at this point. Yeah. He even with all the allegations and now criminal charges are being uh, pers- potentially pursued. Or pr- so more than just like civil stuff. No. Oh yeah. No, it's civil okay. and criminal stuff now. Right. Um, where they are looking into Deshaun Watson. And so, 
this is uh and, and he but somehow he was like you know what i've got to come back i guess that was something that he and his agent agreed on um and they've been doing some weird shit with him on the field like he's not been practicing as a quarterback or if he is it's very rarely he's practicing at like safety he's practicing i've, at running I've back. heard that that's he's, wild he's practicing in all these fucking like weird positions what are they doing and they and but i also i think that I my theory maybe is that they're trying to avoid having to do like the mandatory quarterback press conference, so either having to practice uh, on every other position. That's my theory. I don't know that for sure. That's, that's totally that's actually ass. hilarious. Yeah, they, they, they're trying to avoid having him talk to the media in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, um, this is wild because I just I feel like the NFL they're they're looking into it. They're still investigating it, but they're also waiting for the police to have some sort of say in it they're waiting for some sort of because the whole time that people i keep on hearing people say okay well they're gonna do a settlement are they because i feel like if there's gonna be a settlement that would have been done by now i feel like yeah. both parties are feel like they have like some sort of argument that they're that they're willing to kind of continue to pursue in court and because they think they can win that's my that's my yeah. theory um yeah no. it's wild i don't yeah. like the texans yeah, no, Texas are terrible this year. Uh, yeah, gonna be oh and sixteen candidates. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. It, it, yep. it, I feel bad for Coley. I feel like he got he's gotten put as someone who got an opportunity for the first time. Um, you know the the fact that he's getting put into this situation is oh, is damn, just damn. Okay, I'm on the clock. Sorry. Uh, no, no, go ahead. All right. So hey, I wanted uh, Darren Waller almost got to me, and I was really hoping he would, but I don't okay. get him. I have a lot of wide receivers to choose from. Um, AJ Brown, I don't. I'm not super high on. Justin Jefferson is one that I think I would try drafting here. Mm-hmm. Uh, running backs, I don't feel super strongly on. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Justin Jefferson because I think he fell yeah, a I, little bit. For I, me. I I agree with Justin Jefferson because I feel like AJ um, Brown he might lose some touches to Julio Jones. Right, yeah. So the, my other options are Keenan Allen, CeeDee Lamb, Terry McLaurin. Um, Keenan Allen, I I kind of like a lot. He's and especially as a as a second wide receiver, sure. I think his floor combined with Jefferson ceiling, and then also, uh, um, also uh, what's his name, uh, Justin Herbert, getting another another year under his belt. Yeah, I I, I think you could, I think either is a good pick, but I yeah. I would lean towards Jefferson because I feel like he's really just be, he's gonna become. The well, guy. I got bo- I got both of them. Oh oh oh, you did get both of them. Oh, yeah, sweet. Jefferson, Jefferson, and Allen. Well, there you go. Um, there yeah, go. just just to close <laughs> the book on the on the Watson story, I'm I'm very I am that if you're gonna say anything is I guess juicy about this training camp, that's like that has some meat on the bones in terms of just drama and just being just so fucking bizarre. But don't situation. worry, the team is the team is looking to trade him uh, for at least three first round picks. Yeah, Ricky, if, you know, <laughs> that, that was reports going on. I'm like, who the fuck is gonna do that? Al? Who wants to do that? <laughs> but guess, and, and I love I love the verbiage of at least. <laughs> like my god, like like do the Texans not realize the value of a guy who has been who has been like accused by so many women of doing terrible things to them <laughs> in massage parlors like this is like that's not three that's not three first round picks that's not even a seventh that's out of the league it's or no should be. get him out of there <laughs> jesus christ all right um <laughs> uh last news story before the college football stuff i uh the, I wanted to acknowledge some of the trade talk that's going down that is has not been um 
executed, uh, but uh, those who want to get out of their situations. Chandler Jones has been one who has uh, felt like he wants to, he, he has requested a trade uh, uh, to move away from the Cardinals, which is a shame for Mr. Steve Kime because he brought in mm-hmm. J.J. Watt to pair with Chandler Jones. So uh, he, uh, so uh, I don't know if they're going to move Chandler Jones, but I feel like they could probably get a good package for him. Um, and another player, Xavier Howard of the Dolphins, he is also potentially uh, going to be, or he well, he's definitely looking for a trade. He's not happy with his current status of the organization. Feels like he is uh, should be the highest paid cornerback on the team. He is not. Byron Jones is. Um, and uh, he has been doing, he has been a, a very good cornerback for them. Um, there, uh, it, 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 is, it will be interesting to see if they uh, can get some value for him, even if he has a, a kind of a checkered past with uh, some off-field incidents. Um, mm-hmm. So Jones and Zeeman Howard, uh, your reaction to either of them? Uh, I don't know. It's it, I, I, I haven't looked super far into things. I, I think that both of them, honestly, are in the best situation staying on the teams they're currently on. Mm-hmm. In terms of at least like consistency and getting to win, but I don't know their lives. I don't know their story. Sure, it's different yeah. for everyone. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't. I think that we. I don't know if it's Jones. I, 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 I know Xavier Howard has made his his intentions clear. I don't know what Jones in terms of what he's looking for. If he's looking for a better contract or if he's looking for, um. He just doesn't like the situation in Arizona. Like I, I, yeah. I would be curious about more details on that front. Uh, but I, I, I do agree with you though. Like I feel like Howard has can absolutely still shine in the, with the Dolphins secondary, and then with Jones, I feel like he he has an opportunity to just he he could outshine JJ Watt, and and I totally. but, but I feel like with him and Watt working together, if Watt can at all kind of pull into like you know a few years ago when he was still like in his prime like if he can at all get to that level of production like how tough that defensive front for the cardinals is going to be um, totally i feel like real quick just, oh did stuff. did he fucking take him okay all right uh do you want to do uh how, how do you feel about kenny galladay this year uh he's oh shit he's on the giants he's on the giants i i feel He's a risky pick in case he gets injured. I'm gonna, but I'm I, gonna draft him. Yeah, take him. Why not? It's <laughs> yeah, a, it's and then not a bad pick. so I'm between uh, for running back either Josh Jacobs or Mike Davis. Uh, Josh Jacobs has Kenny and Drake there, of course, but I still think is a good player versus Mike Davis, who's like the only one there. Oh, take take Josh Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, yeah. Take him. All right. Um, sorry, sorry for interrupting. Again. No, no, <laughs> we're 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 transitioning now. I want to talk this college football shit. This Let's do that. That will wild. also be the last. Sorry, that will also be the last time I interrupt you because not important from here. But I do like this start of five players. So. Okay, <laughs> sounds, yeah. sounds good. <laughs> um, let's talk college football because I this is just so fucking insane. So we've heard for a while that you know teams that like Oklahoma and Texas have been kind of looking into different conferences and at a report earlier either late last week or early this week, uh, I forget when it's first started, but um, essentially stated that Texas and Oklahoma were interested in pursuing uh, joining the SEC. 
uh this kind of you know turned everyone's uh just everyone's heads upside down and everyone's like holy fucking shit what the fuck this is actually gonna happen uh but i didn't think it was gonna be this fast uh that the sec would unanimously vote to extend invitations to both oklahoma and texas uh, the only potential holdout would have been Texas A&M, who was not uh, thrilled with the idea of Texas uh, joining uh, the SEC at first. But then, that, understandably, yeah. But then uh, that seemed to uh, shift uh, a bit um, after a while. Um, so this, but yeah. So basically, what's going to happen is that Oklahoma and Texas. I'm going to take a wild guess here and i'm gonna say that they're going to accept those invitations (laughs) (laughs) and that they're gonna go to the sec and this has left big 12 spiraling they are so fucking scared about losing their footing they're screwed they're oh they're absolutely screwed and what's so funny to me is that the commissioner I, i i i guess of the big 12 conference came out with a statement and he fucking laid into Texas, Oklahoma, and the SEC. But he also <laughs> was like, this is a result of ESPN stepping in and trying to get the Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC for their own ratings. Oh, my God. I, yeah. And, yeah. and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> What do you mean ESPN is trying to do this? And ESPN's just like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Everyone's like, what the shit's going on? And so so Texas and Oklahoma is going to the SEC. Big 12 stuck with eight teams. And it was not just ESPN that the Big 12 commissioner was accusing. He was also accusing that it was another conference that is also trying to get Big 12 teams. And that there people were assuming that it's the American conference that is yeah. trying to pull teams from the Big 12. And so everything's falling apart for the big 12 i just want to know where you're at with what you understand of the story yeah it's it it, it's crazy but you like i don't know i i I think that the 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 conferences in college football are a a good thing i like how they kind of separate make everything their, their their like own little thing you don't have to travel super far, and I think that each one having their identity. As you know, I am Big Ten strong. I am like yes. Big Ten schools are like my fucking shit. Mm-hmm. I will always refer Big Ten school over another school if they're head to head, even if I don't like that Big Ten school usually. Right, right. So like I I, I get the I, I get the whole like conference uh, conference loyalty type of thing. At the same time, if you are treated poorly by your conference, or in probably Texas and Oklahoma case. Oklahoma's case, you aren't challenged in any sort of way by your conference. Just leave. But but like go somewhere else. But Baylor, like I mean, mean, like Baylor has been like in the competitive like like don't (laughs) like fucking Texas over here acted like it's been like this powerhouse school where they've been (laughs) like in the fifth or sixth place. That is also really funny how fucking uh, inflated Texas's ego is. Did you see the tweet? I retweeted it, but it was Maryland. It was the Maryland Terrapins uh, Twitter account. 
that it <laughs> yes. was where it was the car like speeding into like the 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 service road and, yep. it's, and the sign above it is uh it's it's a sign pulling straight that says uh lose to maryland in the big 10 and the, the right turn into the service road is the sec it's yeah because the they originally they originally like it, it was it was big 10 a, a couple years ago yeah that they were going to join yeah, yeah, right. I, yeah, I remember. I, and you were, you and I were talking about that before this all kind of started really unfolding. Where yeah. We were like, yeah, the Texas and Oklahoma were looking into the Big Ten. I, my feeling about it is, I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate. I, I love the chaos of this whole thing because I think everyone's just losing their fucking minds about it. But they're yeah. on this. But like putting that all all the chaos around it aside, I. I hate it for for college football because I feel like I hate the I, I one thing that has really annoyed me about college football in general has been like this idea of um the importance of conferences and the importance of this, that certain conferences are going to have stronger schedules and because of that because of the prestige around certain conferences aka the SEC that they're going to be always considered for you know you know placement and playoffs and, and and being will more likely be higher ranked on like these lists than other colleges and other teams and just to have 16 teams in that conference more than i think any other conference for my oh understanding. easily easily um, it might be um might be close to uh might be close to, to acc but because yeah. acc is on the bigger side it is i i just i do think it is going to i don't love co- i don't love conferences personally i feel like or at least what they have stood for as of late cuz it just it feels like they are these establishments that have allowed certain college football teams to enjoy kind of the you know being always considered to be top tier uh because they're part of those conferences and not and like no one really considering like the lower tier conferences because you know they're they're oh well they 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 play easy schedules because the people the, the the teams in those conferences are so easy to play so they we we are not we're not going to uh you know we're, we we won't consider them as hardly as about SEC like people will consider a seven and five SEC team over a twelve and zero um you know, American conference or Mountain West conference, uh, team, because yeah. a seven and five sec team is, have has a lot of a tougher road. And it's just like football's fucking football, bro. I mean, I understand that you got, you got the better players on these, on these teams, but like it's football, football, random shit happens in football all the time. And it's hard to go undefeated. It's hard to go 11 and one because yeah. playing the game is brutal. And, and so, I don't know. I I feel like this whole idea of conferences and those being such a weighted element of the game, I, I it's just I a part of me wishes that we had a more structured system where all the teams that are on Division One football actually feel like Division One teams. Because to me, it's like SEC, ACC, um, and then the Big Ten, and like this little group on top, and then like Pac twelve, and then and big 12 
and then like all the group of five t- conferences like it just feels like there's yeah. this, it's it doesn't feel like division one football across the board it feels like there is these structures within division one football and only the people in these popular co- only the teams in this these popular conferences are always going to get the attention and it just it, i don't know it just i feel like it I, I hate the idea that we're going to be forming these super leagues now where it's just like all these teams that compete every single year, all like for the group of five, their prize is a bowl game and a conference championship. And that's it. They can never think about national championship. And that's fucking bullshit for me. Yeah, I agree. In, in, my, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's my take on it. I, I'm I realize that there is there is a joy in um you know it, it, there's a, there's a joy in these rivalries and i know that texas versus texas a&m is going to be fun again if they show if they once that happens and you know i i i get the fun elements of of this i of this happening but i'm uh, i'm a little jaded by the whole idea because i think college football as a concept is just a little just a little obnoxious that's all <laughs> I, I i like college football i'll watch it it's just it's, yeah it's, it's, some, of, some of the structure is a little obnoxious they got their getting their thing uh uh their uh nil bill passed you know that they're, they're yeah. actually getting paid that, to like, do that things parts now. <laughs> that part's good that, that part that part's good but you know everything else kind of still late sucks. late but good yeah oh so, so yeah super late so it fucking took you took you long enough all right mm-hmm. um all right next and for the final thing that we're gonna be doing today um so we've been building towards the vvfl we are in the process of organizing people at the moment and making sure that they are on board with the idea of uh of the draft and we're going to be get designated teams sometime soon designated general managers uh and we'll be doing the draft uh and so the draft this year is gonna be uh, a little different uh, not too much though um Essentially, as we talked about, we are doing both cartoon, or we're doing both video game characters, but we're also doing ad- uh, cartoon characters from both movies, TV shows, or whatever media you, you consume cartoons with. Uh, all options are on the table there. Uh, and so, what we thought would be interesting is we would do a draft, a mock draft. But uh, as I, I'm big into, I, I'm like don't watch any tv so i'm going to be drafting solely uh video game characters <laughs> and so in a comparison matt is going to be drafting solely cartoon characters indeed so we're, it's yeah. it's not really a draft because yes. we can't steal from each other <laughs> pretty much <laughs> which is okay i mean it's just like it's a way to just be like this is what our teams would look like right now yeah you know, if we, if so we do you want to do you want to kind of go by position? That's how I have mine listed. Yeah, that's. I think that's. I think that's a good way to do it. Um, okay. And uh, and and so and just to kind of remind people about the structure of how these are these teams are going to work. We did not change anything from last year. Um, so the draft will basically be that everyone's required to draft one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, two offensive linemen, two defensive players, and one kicker. In addition to three players from any position, so they can draft three extra quarterbacks that they wanted to although i don't know why the fuck you would do that <laughs> you can but or you could kind of divide that amongst a few positions but you can you must meet those requirements at least so that way we can get it to a uh, uh a decent point um you could do what i call the jacob special which is make it so that there's two players at every position that was that was solid like the fact that yeah. he pulled that off i was just like you know what that's mm-hmm. 
that was that that was very uniform and i appreciate that <laughs> um I, I like that with, with those th- situations, especially with every team that had two kickers last year, we ended up picking our favorite. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> even if even if they had the worst stat, yeah, we still gravitated to certain ones. Like, I'm pretty sure Chun-Li was a better kicker than Eggman. Yeah. But we always had Eggman come out. Because Eggman was because... just so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just a lot of fun to do it that way. Uh, yeah, how about you start us off here with your quarterback? All right. So uh, I've got one quarterback, um, and all of these are from uh, cartoons and movies that I've that I've enjoyed uh, fairly recently. I, I think one or two of them are from like, oh, this is stuff I grew up on. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these are are very relatively recent, um, uh, relatively recent shows slash movies. Uh, all of them have a seal of recommendation from me. I want to bring that out uh, at the start. So yeah. if I mention a character from a show or movie. I recommend that you go watch it, and I'm saying that now so that I don't have the urge to say it for every single fucking thing on this list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might be the same for me right here. Yeah. So my quarterback is from OKKO. Okay. I'm going with Rad. Rad. All right, tell me a bit about Rad. So Rad is a uh, green alien who works at the uh, bodega with uh, with KO, the the title character. He is basically like the biggest, the biggest like poster boy for himbo that you could that you could <laughs> like. If it, 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 his his pictures in the dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> Now, you know, just just because I have a few different, um, I'm looking at images. Uh, is it the, is it Radicals the, X? Is his name? Yeah, the most the most normal one. Radicals is his full name. Radicals X is his full name. Everyone just calls him Rad. Okay, okay. He's 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 gone through a, a couple different forms. Yeah, I see Turbo Rad. Yeah, I see a cat version of Rad. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, I guess I will go next here. Uh, I also only picked one quarterback. Um, I I had a few characters in mind here. Uh, there's a lot of heroes. Uh, you, you know, the way that we, we, we try to present this to our friends, because many of those who are drafting do not follow football, is that we kind of... Um, we, we present it in a way that... Uh, that we kind of frame it as if it is part of a video game or part of, like a uh, part of just a story, and so the quarterback we always say is like the leader, the face of a game. Uh, but I decided to go in a little bit of a different direction with this one. I okay. I decided to go with the uh the person that believes that they're the hero of the entire game, but is actually the villain. Um, and that is Audrey Redheart from Wander Song. Uh, All right. Audrey Redheart is essentially this character that is you, you kind of meet halfway through the game. Uh, the bard, the, the 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 premise of of Wonder Song is essentially that the bard has been tasked to save the world. Essentially, the world's ending. Bard's got to do something about it. But um, uh, while well, he's been told that he was kind of like the or not he they um that they the, that they are the um the main person that's supposed to save them uh there is actually another person that was also designated that role uh audrey redheart uh is uh that individual she is the hero uh she she believes that she is the hero of the story so she is going to be the leader of the situation and she will uh be the one that leads uh the oh we didn't actually address our team names the new york bozos for me 
Uh, and I'm the I'm the Golden Griffins. Yeah, so the New York she's gonna lead the New York Bozos uh, as the hero that she is. Maybe she maybe personality wise, maybe she might conflict with some people, but I think at the end of the day, you know, as long as she's the star, you know, that's what matters. You know that she's gonna yeah. be the one slinging the football. Um, so there you go. Um, picture her like an Aaron Rodgers. All right, so what's how about you? Okay. <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> All right, so for running backs, I have two. Okay. Um. I you have could, you could you could say both for this one. Okay. All right. So I have um uh I'll 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 do one at a time. Okay. But I'll talk about both of them. But I'll, I'll explain them one at a time. So the first yes. one I did was Little Cato from Final Space. Okay. Little the word little and then C A T O. Okay. Uh, he is a uh he is a child. Okay. Uh, I guess teenager. Uh, cat man. Cat teenager, not not quite boy, not quite man. This looks like the <laughs> this looks like the feline version of Atreus. Yeah, With that like is the... a very that is a very good way to describe this character. Yeah, because because <laughs> he like he has like the mohawk too, and he has like right. the strap. Like he has like the oh, the whole design is <laughs> it is literally Cat Atreus. Yeah, that is a that is a good way to describe this character. Um, yeah, he uh his involvement in the story i guess is super spoiler heavy so i'm not gonna describe what he does Mm. but he's like he's a very like very scrappy kid he um is uh likes to likes to be as cheerful as possible even in the the very very bad situations that the characters get put through in final space uh just google searching you can already see some some shit (laughs) I imagine, uh, but yes. but uh, but I like him a lot, and he uh, I I think that his uh, his scrappiness will work out uh, work out super well as a running back. Uh, the other one, uh, my other running back is Keen uh, from the Owl House. Okay, who is another another little dude? Uh, he it Kane is short for Kane of Demons. I don't think he's actually the king of demons that hasn't Look been fully explained, but he's like, he, he's, he's just a little, little cutie and also a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely looks like a bastard. Yeah. So uh, simultaneous cute and bastard characters are uh, amazing for me. Yeah. I, I love them. Um, yeah, that is, uh, that is Kane. I think that him and little Kata will, will, uh, will form a nice, like one, two punch in the, in the running games. So that's why I went with both of them. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I, I I love I love both of the both of these characters. <laughs> I love the designs of them. Um, I by the way for my for my team, what I'm doing is I'm I've been playing uh, a shit ton of games this year, trying to get to 100 beating this year. Um, and so I the all the all the games that I'm drafting from are all games that I have beaten this year. Um. And I like I like I always mentioned earlier, uh, or like Matt Watt mentioned, uh, I would I probably would recommend all of these games, uh, in some capacity, um, to with some hesitation here and there, uh, but I but for the most part I think all of them are pretty good, um, so my I also have two running backs, uh, the first one being, I I feel like it's turning into like a mascot for PlayStation, uh, at least I hope it does because or. Uh, I I find it I, I find them adorable and they, I think that they're great uh, and that is Astrobot. 
nice. the Astrobot. Um, they they're these little robots to roam around. They have they love their little hijinks, you know, playing with little different PlayStation gadgets and Astro's playroom and uh, Astrobot uh, rescue mission and uh they 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 are just these like these cute little guys that just love running around and and and, and jumping and and platforming and uh, yeah it's a it, i feel like that they they are that just that perfect size where they can like dodge and they kind of which way that they would like to and um maybe use their little hover ability sometimes maybe get over opponents uh so that would work out the other uh running back that i have here is turnip boy from turnip boy commits tax evasion uh i i remember you saying this name <laughs> but i still have never prepared <laughs> so i fucking i will say this is this is gonna go a little bit of a sidetrack turn up what commits tax evasion is a perfect waste of like five hours of your time not, not, five hours is even overshooting it it's 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 a super short game but i absolutely love it it's it's basically this little turnip boy that uh gets um evicted from his house by mayor onion and mayor onion is this corrupt politician uh and so you the the role of the game is literally a it is a zelda like game where you're going through different areas uh like kind of different dungeon solving puzzles and finding enemies um and it's uh (laughs) <laughs> it's but a lot the one of the main tropes of the game is you finding documents and then tearing them up if like even there's like this one scene in the beginning where like you are uh you 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 interact with a few neighbors and that they they each are like admiring the other and like they ask you to deliver like a a love letter but instead of delivering it you just tear it up in front of their face okay <laughs> and then and they just like why <laughs> And you just wow. move on. That's it. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's just the basis of the game. So Chinna Boy is a little aggressive, um, uh-huh. and uh, he carries a little tiny sword. But I think that it's, I, but I think he could do a good job carrying a football and, uh, you know, destroying and you know saving saving reality from capitalism. It's great. Um, so I I think that that's I think that's a core of Turnip Boy right there. There you go, I guess. <laughs> I, I I love him. I love I love that little boy. Good. Please don't all take right. that out of context. No, it's all right. Um <laughs> Alright, so I have three wide receivers. Uh one of these things is not like the other, but we're gonna we're gonna see what happens. Um yep. <laughs> Alright, first off, uh Todd Chavez from Bojack Horseman. Okay. Uh Todd as a character is interesting because he kind of he finds himself in a lot of situations that he shouldn't be in. Uh for the first two to three seasons, he's he's sleeping on Bojack's couch. Um, but by the later season he uh or by later points in the season, he uh creates a knockoff Disney World that ends up being the real Disney World because Disney World spelled uh spelled their name wrong in the um, in the copyright, so they they got to keep the name Disney World. Um, <laughs> okay. He becomes the CEO of What Time Is It Right Now dot com, um, which is funny considering what we used to <laughs> uh, start our podcast. Um, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and ju- in general, like becomes a su- becomes a huge success through just happening, literally be by being in the right place in the right time it's literally like he just happens to be in the room when something is happening that gets him something 
That is his entire character. He so, is amazing. So what you're saying is, if, as a wide receiver, he would be able. He will be at the right place at the right time. You are. You are reading. You are reading my thoughts. There you go. There you go. I see. <laughs> That's I why see. he's perfect for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. My next one is Tuca from Tuca and Birdie. There you go. Thank God it's got a second season. Yes. Uh, Tuca is uh, another one who's like who's who, who's very scrappy, very physical. Uh, I think we'll be we'll be good here. She doesn't even though she's a toucan, she doesn't necessarily fly. She's just like a person drawn like a toucan. I think is the best way to put that. <laughs> yeah. Um uh but I I think that her 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 scrappiness and surprising physical capability and uh acrobatics wise, I think will uh will fit very well uh as a as a wide receiver here. Uh, and then the last one I've got, uh, and this is the one that's not like the other, is Kipo from Kipo and the Edge of the Wonder Beasts. Uh, standout Netflix show for me. Um, uh, Kipo is a uh, a girl who gets lost um, uh, on the surface about like 100 years in the future when the surface has been taken over by, uh, uh, by mutated animals. And she's got to try to find her way home. Uh, so she'll she'll find her way home to the end zone. But I also think that her 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 relative uh, her relative physique and uh, capabilities will serve her really well in uh, in a wider as a wide receiver. And she also looks like she has can uh, form big meaty arms to catch those footballs with. Yes, that is uh, that is something that I wish the posters did not spoil. <laughs> Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> I I spoiled it for others. Um, but there you go. Excellent. Uh, spoilers in the next five seconds for Keep on the Edge of the Wonder Beast, just so I can tell. Just so I can tell Chris. Sure. At the end of the first season, Kibo finds out that she can. She's half human, half mute, uh, or half mutated animal, and she can turn into a mega jaguar. Huh. Yeah. It's fucking sick. It's yeah. fucking sick. Yeah. I love the show. Fuck yeah. Um. All right, I love that. Uh, I, 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 a very nice, nice, fun little selection there uh, of characters. I actually know a few of them just because I've watched a little bit of BoJack <laughs> and I, I, I recognize Tuka and Birdie. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> that's that's there's my surface level understanding of TV. There you go. Um, I guarantee I will. Ha- I do have people on this list who on this list who you know who they are. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Um, next up. For me, for wide receivers, uh, I want to start with someone that has the ability to probably know where the football is going to be when it's thrown. And that's because they have the ability to rewind time. And that is Max Caulfield from Life is Strange. There you uh, go. The ability to, she she has this ability to, she also wakes up with this ability uh, and uh, obviously has a whole lot of shit uh, go wrong uh, and the the world begins to end it feels like that's a trope in a lot of fucking video games yeah <laughs> it's very consistent uh and uh but yeah so it's just but she has that ability and uh i i just think it's gonna serve her well uh on the field uh i one of my favorite video game characters i mean i i the fact that i feel like two of my favorite video game characters of all time are from life is strange and that's max and that's chloe the both of them are great i love them the the i ship them uh they're they're fucking <laughs> great uh and uh i think that i'm, I'm very excited to see um 
Uh, she's not going to show up again. But no. <laughs> I'm, but I'm, I'm excited to see what what a football team with her on it would look like. Um, uh, with this in this situation. Next up, and I uh, forgive me because I might not. I might mispronounce this last name, but um. Oh, I don't even need to say the last name. Uh, so uh, there is a video game known as Disco Elysium uh, that uh, you have a partner in crime for most of it that kind of helps you deal with amnesia. Um, I feel like you would like Disco Elysium. Really? Because I feel like you, you, you've you grown to love table party, t- table top stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of reading but it's a it's it is like a deep it's a, it's a story it's a it's a book it's a game's a fucking book that's okay. <laughs> what it is <laughs> i don't know how i don't know if that would be interesting in you but it's basically the game revolves around you waking up as a detective who has amnesia i have no idea who the fuck you are but you walk around this town solving a murder because you you wake up and you were you you were inebriated the night before and you uh apparently you know were made a fool out of yourself um and you are, but you are, you, the reason that you're there is to solve a murder. Um, and the, the partner that you work with is Kim and Kim, he is, uh, a very level headed, uh, officer. Uh, and I felt like he would be a perfect wide receiver to be an assist to the quarterback, uh, as a support. He's also a taller dude. He's also, he's, uh, a, I think that he, uh, would have a speed. He's athletic. You know the the the, the officers that they are uh, are are trained to be uh, be to be physically fit, and so I think that he would be able to uh, run the football after catching it. Uh, so I feel like it fits in that situation. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's uh, but I will say, and this uh, Disco Elysium did hit with me completely. I did I did enjoy it. Uh, I I think other people that enjoy reading. A lot more, uh, and mm. would and enjoy political commentary. Would enjoy it. Uh, it's a hard game to the, get through, though, because there are some characters uh. that are just horrible human beings. You have to deal with fascist head on in that game, and it's not fun. <laughs> gotcha. So, but if you're if you can confront that, and you you're interested in that, uh, that it's 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 a very solid game. It's a very solid story, uh, and it's wild how many different ways it could end. Um, because it's a very it's a very branching narrative um, overall. And the last wide receiver uh, comes from a game I just played recently, um, uh, a game uh, that is a, uh, a spinoff, uh, not a spinoff, uh, a spiritual successor to the old school Paper Mario games, um, and that is Bug Fables. And the character that I uh, am going to have a wide receiver is V. Uh, v is a B who. Uh, she is uh, a uh, she is skilled in throwing boomerangs. I don't mean, think about it. Maybe she could have been a quarterback, but she is. Uh, she also knows how to fly. Uh, she is known for uh, you know she was she's very greedy. So she may be like. But I so I feel like she kind of fits the character trope of a wide receiver, where a lot of wide receivers are very much feed me the ball all the time please i want to mm-hmm. i want to be the center uh and so v i feel like very much fits the personality and also i think that she uh is uh i i think that she just has like the the speed of a of a, a flying bee to run over catch the football run into the end zone so that's that's where i'm at 
I do want to point out that uh, when you search V Bug Fables V, one of the first things that you see is V commits tax fraud. So there's a big, <laughs> big theme of that, I guess, with your characters. Apparently, yeah. But yeah, so I, 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 I would unfortunately, I think like after week two, like the half the team gets cut because they've been caught in a fraud scheme. You know, it's of course, not, it's not that. That's kind of where we're at right now. Uh, all right. Well, are right. you doing offensive lineman next? Yep. Okay. All right. So I've got two offensive line, and actually, this is not intended. Both of my offensive line are from a non-American animation studios. Okay. Interesting. Uh, by the yeah. way, I'm noticing that we have very similar taste in how we're structuring our our. And I, teams. you know what? I think that it's going to continue for the rest of this. We'll see. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think so too. Okay. So two offensive lines. Uh, the first one is Alphonse from Full Metal Alchemist. Um, as as much as it like doesn't may not necessarily make sense plot wise or after the the story wise, uh, he is going to be in his big armored form for the purposes of this. Okay. Um, Alphonse is uh uh the brother of the the Full Metal Alchemist. He is trapped in a suit of armor uh, after he and his brother attempted to uh to transmute their mother back to life. Did not work out. Um, and as a result, uh, Ed lost uh, two of his legs, and uh, Alphonse lost his entire body. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's like the, the, the backstory for the show. Huh. Okay. <laughs> well, he got, he got a nice body in return. Right. So he's got he he's he's got a big suit of armor. It is hollow, but uh, he's got he he has alchemy powers like uh, like Edward does. Uh, and he is uh, a, a very, very protective person, and I think that that those those traits kind of fit fit pretty well on the uh, uh, on the on the offensive line. Um, and I'm going to use that protectiveness on the defense as well because I actually only have one person who's kind of a villain on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to use that for the defense as well. But I figured Alphonse worked a lot better for the offensive line here. Yeah, that uh, works perfect. My other one uh, is from uh, in. Irish animated movie uh, called Wolfwalkers. Uh, I chose Mabe, spelled M-E-B-H, a very Celtic name. Wait, I'm sorry. Spell that one more time. Mabe, M-E-B-H. M-E-B-H. Okay, sorry. I, I, I just was responding to a, a message. Oh, that's all right. Um, so Mabe is a, a wolfwalker, like the movie says. It b- basically think werewolf, uh, except when the... When the the human body goes to sleep, the wolf comes out at night, and then the wolf returns to the body, and then the human wakes up. Is basically how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so Mabe, uh, very scrappy, uh, like lived in the lived in the wor- the the woods, grew up in the woods the entire time. Very protective of her mother uh, and her her wolf pack. the The idea of of family is very important to her, so I thought that would fit on an offensive line type of thing, where the the idea is to improve your team improve your family kind of kind of deal yeah that and is... being able to be a wolf kind of helps you know? well yeah yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah know, that's that's i think that might be a core a core element of, of, of course for sure yeah um yeah very nice very nice uh yeah i i am also as stated earlier um have i have two characters uh the first of which um is uh, a chimney sweep by the name of William Blackmore. Now you were you were all probably like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" So there's a little game that was uh, made 
I want to say, when was it came out? It came out a decade ago, actually, um, called Stacking. It was a game uh, that was uh, made uh, by the people at Double Fine, um, who also, of course, did one of my favorite games of all time, Psychonauts, and has done plenty of other weird, uh, unique games. Um, and so Stacking is a game that is of uh, the Russian nesting dolls, um, and it's a oh kind that of, game okay. yeah yeah it's a <laughs> so it's it's a kind of collectathon game uh puzzle solving game where you're trying to figure out the best solutions while you are this little uh, uh little uh, the youngest of a family uh charlie uh who is uh trying to find uh get get his family back because all of a sudden his his father suddenly disappears uh while working a job under a powerful industrialist um and uh, and then sooner or later, all the all the family uh, disappears as well. Um, but so William Blackmore is the eldest of the family. He is this. Uh, he is the largest of the nesting dolls. And so my theory here is that he can protect the players uh, from being tackled because he could li- people could literally bounce inside him. That's so weird. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then he could just run over, and then he could try knocking him down. But if he's this large, large nesting doll, you know, it's it, that's a hard thing. It's kind of like um those dummies that like no matter how much you knock them down, they keep on standing up. If you know what I'm talking about, like the ones that have like mm-hmm. the circular bottoms, like that's yeah. to me what is what what William Blackmore would be. So that's to me that's a perfect protecting a perfect shield <laughs> to to enter into battle with. So that's that's that. And then my second pick is um <laughs> his name is tall jared <laughs> <laughs> and so tall jared is um is a uh he he is a character from later alligator um uh, he is this uh i i, I he's like the I want to say he's the cousin to the main character of the game, not the other one that you play, but the the main person that you're helping. Uh, Paul, yeah, uh, Pat. Uh, Pat is uh, the the cousin of Tall Jared, and so Tall Jared is just this. Um, he <laughs> it says here on his Wikipedia, he introduces himself as Tall Jared, as people call him, though he doesn't know why they gave him that nickname. And if you look up Tall Jared, uh, you could see. Um, and then he uh. The whole the whole thing kind of revolves around that his phone uh, was uh, broken and you have to help uh, remove the ghost from his phone. That's that's just that's just really his only role. But anyways, he's a tall alligator uh, who is very nice, a very charming alligator, and uh, and I think that why why not like throw yourself behind uh, a or, or why not put yourself behind a giant alligator? You know, shielding. Uh, the the uh that in protecting you as if he's you know part of the family you know because that that game is very family oriented, um, uh in in terms of its uh, story structure, uh so yeah that's that the <laughs> that's my two <laughs> picks a lot it's it's like I, I mean not 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 that like it's uh, like Wolf uh, Wolf Walkers I don't, it's not like I don't think a super big movie, uh. But yeah. I, I feel like every, I feel like everything that I'm picking is just so like who the fuck would have thought of this shit? But I this oh, is the year I've had is I, is I, 
is is just a lot of indie games that I've just really enjoyed. I finally looked up a picture of Tall Jared. Oh my god, <laughs> he's a beefy boy. He's I huge. <laughs> he's a, he's a big you. So what's really funny is that you he's in this call. He's in the um what's called the very adult bar. It's not it's not what you think it is when you hear that. It's just it's just a bar. It's just a regular bar. But you you enter the scene and it's a it's a point and click game. So he when you enter the scene, you always just see this this mass that you just think is a wall on the right side of the screen, but it's an alligator. And you click on it, you're like, oh, hi. <laughs> Hello, tall Jared. Hi, tall Jared. My God. <laughs> love it. Fucking love it. All right. Let's 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 do our defense now. Our defense, who I assume we all we both have three of. Yep, yep, there you go. All right, we cool. Got the, got the structure, <laughs> we got the structure down. That, That's the this, true structure. The, this is the this is the golden structure, at least the one that me and Chris dis, Chris have decided right, makes right. the most sense. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I'm I'm gonna explain two at a time because uh, or two two of them together because they both make sense and I don't need to explain their characters. Uh, I'm going yeah. with. Beast from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> okay, yeah. And Sully from Monsters Incorporated. Ah, oh, brilliant. I love <laughs> both of those so much. They are I, two giant furry men. <laughs> I I have a feeling though that like I, I could definitely see Walsh drafting Sully. So that like, oh, yeah. that that, will, that, like, that might have that has a potential of being That's repeat, fine. but That's I know I, I love those picks. Those are great yeah. picks. Just oh, overall fantastic characters. Both of them have a protective instinct in this sense. Uh protecting the um protecting the end zone and they both had uh, a moment of uh of of antagonist uh a a, li- a a little bit where where beast was kind of like he was before he was the love interest to bell he was the one keeping her trapped and then sully realized how shitty the monster society was when he scared boo so. Yeah, and by the way, just for again for people who are newer to this, the de- we 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 kind of characterized it that the offense are like the heroes, the defense is the villains. Doesn't always uh, work out that way, but in general, yeah, that's kind of the yeah. The deal. So, yeah, so we so yeah, like there, there's some characters like I have one on my team that's not I would not characterize as a villain, uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's it just it ends up being that way because te- the villains tend to be huge, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's got... yeah. Um, but by, by the way, uh, there's a there's a Disney Plus series, uh, Monsters at Work, which is a, a a show that takes place right when the uh, that starts right when Monsters Inc. ends. Okay, it's very cool to just see new stuff in that universe because I like that universe a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, is it is it still sh- is it still the same two characters? Uh, so it's uh, Mike and Sully have uh, taken over the company. Okay. So I'd say that Mike and Sully, Mike and Sully are usually the B plot, and I think part of that is because John Goodman and Billy Crystal are expensive. <laughs> right, and they are they are they still voicing it? Or they yes, doing... yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so that part that, that part's cool, but uh, I would say Mike and Sully are kind of in the background. The main group is this uh, this this uh, group called Mift, which is basically the the facilities team, Monsters Incorporated facilities team. So all of the uh, the uh, the maintenance that needs to be done around the the factories who the who who is mainly followed right right the 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 now like supposed stand-in main character though he is so boring he's like he's Jim from the <laughs> office but worse oh no that's yeah, yeah and I like I like Jim rough. from the office but it's not like he's just not that interesting compared to all the other characters around him I he, Jim was an asshole let me just be fucking real all right listen <laughs> let's, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lay some truth down to you. Wow. All right? I've I've had I've watched two seasons, one and a half seasons of The Office because for whatever reason I don't binge anything. But I decided earlier this year that I was gonna try to watch The Office. That has that has since gone by the wayside because I just don't do this shit often. It gets better. Season one is really bad. To yeah. be fair, no, no, but... I know, but I, I even still. Like Jim treats all his coworkers like shit. Like he just fucking breaks at them all the time, and it's just like, dude, get a life. You know, it ends up turning into he just pranks Dwight. And Dwight, to be fair, does deserve it at times. Right. Yeah, like I, 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 but even still, like Dwight, Dwight's just Dwight's Dwight's annoying. But like, do you have to really like make his life miserable all the time? Like, you know. I don't know. Yeah. There's, 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 there's layers. I, I don't love. I don't. I just don't like. I don't like those characters. Yeah. You know, yeah. Give, give me a break. Give, give me. That's give fine. me more of a. Who's the Kevin? Give me more. Oh, Kevin. Kevin's a weirdo. I like it. You know, <laughs> p- p- push him to the forefront. Have you ever seen the Kevin's Chili clip? Yes, I. Okay, seen that, that 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 uh that I see that gif all the time. Okay, good. That is a that is a that's I think it's my favorite one because it's always in the situation it's it's mostly in sports it's mostly right. when a a team that held a lead is I believe I saw like ten of them on my timeline when the Falcons started losing to the Patriots oh, in the Super Bowl like that it, it it that has that kind of aura to it it's pretty mm-hmm. solid awesome. All right, and then my last uh, defenser is Catra from Shira and the Princesses of Power. Okay. Uh, Catra, uh, another one, super scrappy. Um, very, very interesting character to think about. Um, but I like her, and I wanted to see her play on defense. Uh, definitely, like, smaller one, definitely more fits that that cornerback type deal. But I think that she, she fits in, in the sense of Catra's character is about getting in the way of other people to try to further her own benefit. So I think that in the sense of being a, being a defender, that fits pretty well. There you go. There you go. Wow. Yeah. That, um, wait, so... Sh- it, wow, so Sh- Shira, Princess of Power, was, was an 80s film? Or no, 80s, so there was the... There was the, there was the... So Shira was the 80s property, and then they remade Shira and the Princesses of Power starting like 2014 interesting maybe sooner than that okay interesting like or like 2017 but yeah yeah yeah. i see i see that's cool yeah so i'm I'm talking about the the new one the 27 the when when the fuck was this whenever it was (laughs) yeah yeah i I trust you i trust you uh yeah so cool i like it i like 2018 there we go 2018 there you go yeah um all right uh, this is a cheat code. All right, is, oh, I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing three. I'm doing three defenses. Three, three defensive. <laughs> three full defenses. As now, as um, am I. <laughs> yeah, three uh defensive people. I, the first one. I'm drafting. Is Fury Bowser. <laughs> oh my! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna stand there, and no one can do anything. <laughs> We'll scale them down a bit, you know. In, okay. In, in, Ridley in and theory. Smash rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we'll scale them down. Um, yeah. We we had regular Bowser on a team last year, but you know, I feel like this is a this is a new. We we saw. I love Bowser's Fury. Love, oh, Bowser's love, Fury love phenomenal. Bowser's Fury, and I hope that I'm excited to see what they do with that concept moving forward. Um, 
And uh, I, I just, I loved the interesting nature of it all, where it was like this, this, this creature that would like slowly begin to build its power up, and then it just, and then show up, and then it's, it's, its downfall is day, is daylight, which is maybe, maybe we'll just have uh, this team playing in prime time all the time, uh, but. Uh, I I don't know I just I I love this I I just I felt like there was just so many layers to ba- Fury Bowser that just made it a lot more interesting uh, of a of a boss uh, overall and so I feel like he's just gonna be a, a solid defensive uh you know defensive pick villain pick of sorts um next one I'm gonna go with another villain here um. I, villains a is well yeah no it, I guess you could say is a villain. It, it's more so defined as a legendary bug snack. Mama Meowin is a giant watermelon, uh, that is resides in the cave, and you have a boss fight in that game where you are you are fighting the you you were trying to capture the the mama meowin while also fighting off these little watermelon uh you know children that are trying to attack you at the same time um and mama meowin is just the it, it is the probably the densest of the four legendary bug snacks that you fight in the game mm-hmm. um and so i feel like it is it's just like this this power this powerhouse that is just hard to uh, take down um, and slice into. So I, I, I want. Sap. <laughs> say again. You <laughs> said it's hardest to take down and slice into. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, uh, you know, my, uh, I, I, I was really trying to pick between the four. There is, there's another legendary poke. Uh, le- le- legendary, legendary Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> legendary bug snack where it's. Uh, well, that's what's all fucking based off of. It is, it? yeah. Um, it, it's a. Um, it's like this cake that's like a spider. It's this giant cake that you walk around and you just fucking like you have to try to fight that. There's also a giant flying uh, pizza that you fight in the <laughs> game uh, that uh, throws uh, pizza pillows at you, which is just so fucking good. Um, uh, but no, this this one I felt like fit like with the ground football vibe uh, of the whole thing. And then I decided not to do a villain for my third one. I decided just to do with a somewhat aggressive not really i mean he he's i think he's really like just a he's a kind soul but he just seems aggressive in nature but i think he just works with like he he's very much into gambling and he wants to he he i feel like he would want to get to the football and, and tackle the the uh, the players for the football uh and that's glottis from grim fandango um and uh glottis is just this lovable large behemoth of a of a of a demon uh who kind of is all takes the journey with manny across um you know the uh, across the uh realm between life and death i forget what it's called specifically um and so he uh it's just this it is just this incredible like he's just this incredibly fun uh the, the whole game is meant to be funny, but he is, I think, truly the comic relief of the whole thing. And he's just this absurd, like, he, and he truly represents 
90s CD-ROM games. Because whenever he's around, he's always saying shit in the background while you're trying to figure shit out. And Perfect. Just like, so he's obnoxious, too. So I feel like like that alone could just... We'll, we'll, we'll want to steer offensive players away from him. But he he's coming. He's coming He's coming for that ball uh, and cashing it in for, uh, for some moolah. Um, there you go. All right. Last but not least, it's kicker time. Who you got for your kicker? All right. Uh, no one who's like super like out of uh out of left field. Um, I'm gonna go with Leela from Futurama. Okay. Uh, Leela's first instinct is usually to kick something. <laughs> that yeah. is the explanation. There you go. There you go. And that I wanted works. wanted to do someone from Futurama. I I just I I ended on Leela just because I I felt like I could fit her in the the best one of these places. But I I like Futurama a lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually I'm in the same boat. I didn't do anyone that's kind of out of left field because I, I kind of did that with a lot of uh, my other picks. <laughs> yeah. um, but I I picked something that I was you know I've been talking about the game. I talked about the game on the last gaming coup, which by the way you should listen to because we talk all about soundtracks. But I decided to draft Chicory from a Chicory colorful tail. Now, in case people who do not understand. Chicory is not the main character. Chicory is a bunny that is the original wielder of the uh, of the paintbrush, uh, who uh, gives up the paintbrush uh, to uh, the character that you actually play, uh, which can be named after your favorite food. Uh, canonical name is pizza, um, and so. But Legend uh, of Zelda rules. <laughs> yes, exactly. There you go. <laughs> I, it, it, it's a. I. I think that's probably what they're driving off. They're. 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 T- they're uh, based the game uh, around like a Link's Awakening, right. <laughs> um, type thing. Um, but yeah, uh, Chicory is uh, I I I find that her character, I I I just see her wanting at this point no longer to be in the spotlight, and so even though kicking does have its own kind of realm of spotlight to it, it's still a lesser. A role on a team that you know i just come in and i get i kick and i get the job done and chicory has big feet because she's a bunny so it's kind of works itself out there um so yeah and that is our draft now we're going to keep track of these if you could remember to keep yours ran down yep. i'll keep mine ran down uh because uh at some point in august we will do a practice run with the new rules using these teams we will also assign stats to these teams i think we'll do that maybe off off podcast yes and we should do that because the stats that walsh and gabe gave our teams last year that was that was that was that, that, I, I that was that they assigned it yeah and it was like we had we, i think we both had like minus 12s in defense or some crazy shit like yeah that. there there is there some shit went down with that that i was like all right <laughs> here we are now i'm i'm down to i'm down to assign um we, we will work together we'll make sure we're not biased about it right we'll, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll properly assign the the stats across the board uh but yeah so we'll expect that later this later in uh later this month actually because i'm gonna probably upload this in uh, august we're, we're filming this on july 30th if something big happened in the nfl that we didn't address that's why um but uh, yeah, so and in terms of like I said, the schedule going forward is really depends on when we get the draft done, um, which I'm hoping I'm aiming for mid August for that. Um, but yeah, we will do a practice run of this 
uh, and we'll have the draft in August as well. Uh, that's kind of the basic for VFL uh, for this month. But uh, yeah, football's back. So we also have a lot of news that we will be talking about a lot more getting back into the season. Uh, maybe we'll just do some preview stuff for the NFL. Uh, we'll see. Um, I, I feel so fucking removed from the nfl world in so many ways because i have not been keeping track of it you you're you're probably much more on top of like rosters than i am right now matt uh but (laughs) i uh i am i'm hoping uh to get my mind back into the realm of football because i am getting excited i'm getting excited for that football is coming back yeah real quick uh carson wentz is out indefinitely with a foot injury so sorry sorry indy that's that's tough. I who's their back? Is that is Brissett's not still there? Is he now? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I think that Brissett moved on. Colts uh, QBs. Yeah. Well, gotta look at that. Depth Jacob card. Eason, who I think they drafted last year. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Fourth boy. round QB. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Uh, uh, but Nick Nick Foles is trending on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking do it. Fucking do it. I dare you, Colts. I dare you. Please sign Nick Foles. Just torture Wentz. Just absolutely torture this man with the presence of Nick Foles. That would be amazing. <laughs> I would lose it. I'd be so fucking happy. Um, nothing against Wentz. I just think that's hilarious. Um, Alright, we'll, we'll sign out here. Guys, thank you all so much for listening. And uh, fucking, if you're listening to this for whatever reason, uh, you know, send, send uh, if, you, if you have any characters that you would like to see on your football team, let us know. Give us, give us some ideas, baby. That could maybe help. Maybe that maybe some of your ideas might end up on one of those teams. You know, who knows? Yeah. Send us at us at Virtual Ball Boys. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. How's your how did your draft go, by the way? Uh, actually, pretty good. Do you want to hear who I got? Yeah, go ahead, hit me with it before we go. All right. So, uh, uh, so it's best ball. So I have to like draft uh, a lot of people at each position. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, but let me. Is this the one? That was not the one. Okay, so uh, running backs, uh, I'll, I'll just list like my top few at each position. Um, Chris McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, Chase Edmonds. Okay. It's pretty pretty cool on that. I went with uh, Tom Brady, a quarterback. Perfect. Going to throw a lot of passes. Um, wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, Kenny Galladay. And then I got Michael Thomas in the seventh. I know he's missing the start of the season, but as a wide receiver four, like when he comes back, I would feel pretty good about that. That's, yeah, that's all I pick. Yeah. And then uh, Tyler Higby for tight end. Can you uh, – well, I mean, I, I know this is not a permanent team, uh, but if you do get Tom Brady in a regular fantasy setting – uh, can you name your team? Hashtag, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is our dad. <laughs> Tom Brady is our dad. <laughs> Please. Yes, for you. Uh, yes, thank you. That's that. Uh, that's that's. But that's only if you get Tom Brady. Otherwise, it's of just course. like there's there's no there's no point. All right. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you in a few weeks. Good night and good ball. 
Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods.